Throughout history, creatures have acted with evil intent. Through it all, God meant it for good. His will and ways are unsearchable. His purpose is most excellent and just. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High block ball into right field. She is gone. I am going to read a portion of Article 13 from the Belgic Confession. We believe that the same God, after he had created all things, did not forsake them or give them up to fortune or chance, but that he rules and governs them according to his holy will, so that nothing happens in this world without his appointment. Nevertheless, God neither is the author of, nor can be charged with, the sins which are committed. For his power and goodness are so great and incomprehensible that he orders and executes his work in the most excellent and just manner, even then when devils and wicked men act unjustly. Now hear the word of God in Genesis chapter 45, verses 4 through 8. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Please come closer to me. And they came closer. And he said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. Now do not be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years, and there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant in the earth and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. Now, therefore, it was not you who sent me here, but God. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his household and ruler of over all the land of Egypt. About the final quarter of the book of Genesis focuses on the life of Joseph. And that is not surprising as he typifies Christ Jesus in so many ways. In this passage, we see that Joseph doesn't excuse his brother's sin, but he does comfort them in their guilt, shame, and humility. He knew their sin was in the providence of God to bring about a much greater good. Later in chapter 50, he says to them, You meant it for evil, but God for good, to bring about this present result and preserve many people alive. Not only did Joseph forgive his brothers for their evil deeds, he promised to provide for them as well, and for their children, and their children's children. This all happened following Joseph revealing himself to his brothers. The parallels between Joseph and Christ are remarkable and many. Here are just a few. Both were sold for the price of a slave. Both were exalted after suffering. Both saved a nation. Joseph provided for his people and Christ continually provides for those who belong to him. Joseph was betrayed with evil intent and so was Christ. Yet in both cases, Jehovah was working his sovereign will for the glory of his name and the good of his people. Consider what Joseph said to his brothers and what Peter preached at Pentecost. This man, 
delivered over by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God, you nailed to the cross by the hands of godless men and put him to death. But God raised him up again. Therefore, let all know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. 